Hey everybody, this is episode 13 of Hear Us Out, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to creamed. I'm your host, Allie. I'm John, I'm John Paul. This is David. Each episode, we will all pick topics of things we really enjoy, love, etc., and a topic of something that we think is overrated or lame. Here we go! Zing! Welcome to the podcast, everybody. We got an email. Ooh, nice. Okay, this is from... We'll see if she needs herself at the end. Or he... Sorry for the silence for the last few weeks. Full-time work is eating into my podcast listening time. But at least my job includes playing with dogs and kittens. Uh, and the rest of this... Imagine it like it's a montage of all of our previous episodes put together. I've read this before, okay? Okay. It's me talking. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, well, that's yeah. weird. She's on a different <laughs> note there. <laughs> Does she think she's in the podcast right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, on pause. John, you collect cufflinks like Dad. Oh, wow, I messed it up. John, you collect cufflinks like Allie's dad collects watches, knives, and sunglasses. David, I am so hanging a wind chime outside your bedroom wi- window this week, this Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I'll just take it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Smash through the I'll, window. <laughs> just like punch <laughs> through the window. Yeah. And punch <laughs> through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Allie's getting married in a month, and she used to like Hot Topic when she was a tween slash teen. Wow. I mean, I did. Call I did too. Like, Me we too. all did. Yeah. But, that's why we're so angry (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm still listening to uh i don't know my chemical romance me too Uh, i love (laughs) (laughs) all right the next line is i'm so tired next line david when you get to be with debbie again you should embrace the matching clothes it's cute in china you can buy matching outfits at the resorts for the whole family that's that's amazing That said, Denver, <laughs> Ellie's dad, will change his clothes if we accidentally put on the same color when getting dressed so that we aren't matchy-matchy. Well, that's because Denver knows it's lame. Yeah. <laughs> Denver knows that everybody will point and laugh at you. <laughs> All right, and then this, uh, John, nice pump up the volume slash Christian Slater reference. I had to look this up. This is me talking. Uh, I had to look this up because I had no idea what the hell that was. And uh, Pump Up the Volume is Christian Slater starting a rebel radio in his basement. I, I mentioned rebel radio. Yeah, yeah. So that movie is definitely on my to-watch list. Okay. <laughs> yeah. David, you would look ridiculous in a cardigan. Sorry, slash, not sorry. What? You need to commit. To- yeah, she's, she's bringing the heat. You to- yeah. You need to commit to a full-on sweater, which you do look good in. Oh, thank you. Okay, she saved it. <laughs> saved it. All right. Yeah. It's a punch and a caress. Yes, yes. <laughs> OMG, David, you never hit a pinata? How the hell is that possible? We need to remedy that on Thanksgiving. I was typing this as John was saying, we need to remedy this, LOL. Yeah, and that, that is happening for sure. Yeah, I definitely need to hit a pinata. Oh, yeah. right. We're going to fill it with We're gonna fill it with stuffing and um, mashed That'd be potatoes. awesome. It's just like, I wonder if like, I hit it towards, does someone just be like, <laughs> it's like all over the face. <laughs> <laughs> my pinata splatter. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Literal pinata guts. All right. Uh, David, look up the band Ghost of American Ghost of an American Airman. It's an Irish band that I saw at a local club in Tulsa. They were awesome, and I think you'd like them. That's a band that I like that no one knows slash remembers. Ooh, nice. I like those bands. End of my stream of consciousness as I listen to your podcast. Thanks for reading. Love, your sister slash Allie's mom. A platypus? Perry the platypus? 
Allie, I'm going to rely on you to tell me what Perry the Platypus is. You guys, you guys were probably a little too old for it, but it was um, this show on Disney Channel, like right at the end of my my time watching, you know, kids shows, and it was a uh, Phineas and Ferb, and they have a platypus. Oh, I heard of that too. I just never watched it. It's actually not bad for like for what I hear that. Out. The platypus thing is really it's funny. Is she saying the platypus you know? because we did like that weird like slappy platypus or what do we say? Flabby platypus. platypus. <laughs> that was our ending shtick was about flabby platypus. Okay, okay. Flabby, flabby, slappy <laughs> platypus. Yeah, now it's flabby, slappy platypus. <laughs> well, thank you very much for the email. Every Brandy. week, we have an adjective. Yes, thank you, thank you, Brandy. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. And, now, and she, she's right, by the way. I would look ridiculous in a cardigan. <laughs> That's why I hate him. <laughs> I hate him because I can't have him. Yes. <laughs> and now, on with the show. All right, guys. I thought long and hard about mine this uh, this week. Yeah. By long and hard, I mean like one hour until I finally found anything, and then decided to go with that. <laughs> but, like, there has to come to a certain point where we just ran out of things we like, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody's been telling me, or like anybody that I tell, not that I tell everybody, but they're like, man, you're going to run out of stuff eventually. And I was like, well, what do we talk about then? We have well, to start, okay. be, we have to start <laughs> like, you know, researching stuff, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> I mean, we could research things. Yeah, that's true. Like, David, yeah. to next week, you talk about bridges. That could be really cool, actually. I would love to hear about bridges. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it'd be different <laughs> than what we're doing now. <laughs> Yeah, it would be so, very different. It would be awesome though if uh, this uh, uh, this podcast started off with this like really sophomoric dumb shit that we've been doing, and then mm-hmm. like just twenty episodes in, it comes to this NPR show. It's yep. very educated, well done <laughs> NPR show. Like, guy. <laughs> You're just really high for the first twenty. Yup, yup. We grew up. Yeah, we're actually very intelligent. Yeah, super intelligent. This guy. Yeah, speaking of which, my first uh, like this week is etymology. Is etymology? <laughs> etymology. Yeah, etymology. Study of, yeah, the study of where uh, words come from. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was like hearing about uh, like the etymological, or however the hell you say it, I don't know. I just made that up. I was like hearing about like where words came from. And I'm not talking about like, uh, boil is from the French boiler as from the old French, like, that stuff is boring. But, like, if it has an interesting story behind it, I'm all about that. Um, like, off the top of my head, uh, with the reason we call cops cops is because back in the old days, they had the stupid little stars on their chest. They weren't stupid, I guess, but you know what I'm saying. And those were made of coppers, and people were lazy, so they um, called coppers and shortened it to cops. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that is yeah. interesting. I like that. That kind of stuff's cool. Yeah. It's just, like... Little yeah. fun pieces of trivia, and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's why we say that. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I never remember them, which is why I look some up to share with y'all and, <laughs> you, and you two. I think the only one I know is crackers. Wait, oh, really? Why, why do they call them crackers? No, uh, why people call white people crackers? It's because uh, everybody knows this one. The what? Because they we had the whips back in the day, so and they cracked. So they started calling us crackers. Not, not the cracker. Like the eating cracker, but that's why they call us crackers because it's sound of whip made. I thought that white people were crackers because crackers are white. No, I thought that for a long time, but I don't think so. Is it's because we were true? bad people back in the day. <laughs> because we we're 
big pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, I, won't, I hesitate to call that fun, but it is definitely interesting. It's interesting. I'm not going to say fun either. <laughs> Let's not become that podcast. Like, yeah, you know, no. Other out there. Yeah, my dislike this week is Trump. I'm just kidding. That's definitely never going to happen on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe keep that out of this. Yeah. Um, and plus, I think we would sound so stupid anyway. So, God, I know. I, I personally don't want to put my intelligence down on the line like that. Mm. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I definitely have opinions. Like, and I, I feel like I'm like well read enough, like especially comparatively. But I, well, once I start talking about that kind of stuff, I feel like I'm 11 again, trying to keep compete with you know pop pop. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I'm, I'm just like, no, nah, I'll keep my opinions and roll with that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so one time I had this girlfriend, and uh, she had a younger brother, and I got caught in a room with him, like while she was gone, and it was really awkward because we didn't know what to talk about. And he must have been like, I don't know, sixteen, fifteen at the time. And I'm in college, and so we're just like standing there, and he's like, "So uh, you keep up with the news?" <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I was like, yeah, a little. I mean, a little bit. And he was like, we gotta do something about China. And I was like, okay. I'm like what? And he's like, we owe him too much money. And I said, that's very true. <laughs> and then very like, true. I was like, it was painful. Like it was obviously just. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was really dumb. But um, oh. the first word I looked up is uh, assassin. Do you guys know that one? I don't think so. Mm, nope. Assassin is actually um, derived uh, from hash hashin, and it's uh, like a bunch of Middle Eastern uh, mercenaries who would just eat a whole shitload of hash and uh, get crazy and then go uh, kill people. Really? Yeah. Hash huh. hashin became assassin, and we just like rolled with it. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of it's the word means the same thing except the. Uh, the person behind it is much higher. Yeah, way higher. <laughs> oh, okay, that's well, that's interesting. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. The next one I got is nightmare. I just I had to look this one up. I had no idea. A nightmare is uh, obviously night because you have it at night. A mare is like a goblin that sits on your chest and her hair wraps around your face and suffocates you to death while you're sleeping. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, so. It's kind of like a, a nod to sleep paralysis, almost. Um, you know, maybe that was it, man. Because, like, I know, I know, like, lots of ancient cultures have, like, uh, sleep paralysis demons, so that's Yeah, kind of yeah, definitely. I can't write where, like, this particular word came from, uh, because I'm a bad researcher, yeah. but, you know, this is the first episode where we're researching <laughs> things, so. I know I keep on bringing up Asian stuff, but Asia loves scary creatures that kill, like, uh, kill people with their hair, like, their hair is, like travels and they go into people's mouths and they, they have that all the time like the ring her hair was crazy especially the grudge lady mm -hmm. that's like the ultimate hair lady like her hair definitely killed people but they have like a bunch of like b yeah. movies out there from asia where people's hair is killing people really mm -hmm. that's in that's interesting i wonder if that um if they have like a lot of uh what do you call it i don't know mythology with hair monsters in it maybe yeah they, they might because there's a lot of them out there hmm. all right next the next one is uh, Mad Hatter. Uh, matter, hatters are make hats, and they're mad because they use mercury to make hats. Mad Hatter. I think I knew that one. Huh. Yeah, that's one I already knew, but I thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. um, oh, another one is Hands Down. You know, like, hands down, this is the yeah. best thing. Yeah. 
I definitely um, or <laughs> the common saying, not the dashboard confessional sound. Okay. Uh, or song. Uh, hands down is uh, once you beat the race on your horse, you can put your hands down from the reins because uh, you've already won. Oh, okay, okay. Huh. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, was, I thought it was fun. And then the last one I have is whole nine yards. I th- oh, man, I can't remember it. I'm going to... I forget that- which world war... Is that like how, how many yards bullets are? Like you shoot the whole nine yards from the bullets? Yeah, each fighter pilot would be given uh, nine yards of bullets. And if you went through the whole thing, it, it was considered that you like you did a kick-ass job. You went the whole nine yards. Oh, okay, okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, just uh, stuff like that. I think it's super fun to you know look at why we say things and where it came from, especially if it has backstories like that's, that. Yeah, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool because there's so many sayings that we say every day. We have no idea where they came from. And like you guys thought crackers was, you know, the saltines. And like, so there's so many things we think come from the places that just isn't true. But we say them anyway because it makes sense in our in our English slang world. Yeah, totally. It's like, um, do you know the phrase uh, devil's beating his wife? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's so like, either. When it's raining outside and the sun is out. Like it's sunshiny and raining at the same time, you know. Like old timers will say, like, "Oh, devil's beating his wife," uh-huh. and uh, and like I read an article about this like a long time ago. It's that one's weird because like that's an American saying, I believe, like American or English, and um, but they're like like not con- non connected cultures around the world that have like the same saying, just like somebody's beating the shit out of their wife or an, an animal, like so, or like a demonic figure beating somebody up. Really. Yeah, and they, can't, and they can't connect them. It's like everybody came up with it at the same time. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, if you guys come across any fun ones of those, uh, or actually, how about this? Any of our listeners who know, you know, interesting etymological uh, backgrounds of words or phrases, uh, send them, send us an email with them. I want to hear it. Send them our yeah, way. Yeah. We listen. Um, I just like I chose this one because I think you you guys everybody in the world has experienced this and in society. But um, the thing that I dislike this week is when people like you're doing an activity or something, and I'll give examples. But you're doing something in front of someone else, and they look at you or say something with the attitude that they're just like, "Oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing." Like, let's watch this guy mess up. Or like they're like, it's like, oh boy, you sure you know you can do that? Or or something like that. For example, one time I worked construction for a very short time. Um, and uh the my my boss, we had to break up this cement and he got a jackhammer. And I've never used a jackhammer before. And um there's like some old old people just hanging out there, like on the fence, like watching me work. And I got the jackhammer, I plugged it in, and like one of them was like, boy, he didn't say boy, I don't know, I can't remember exactly what he said, <laughs> but he might as well have said boy. Um, he said, boy, you ever used jackhammer before? <laughs> and um, I was like, no, nah, I haven't. He's like, oh, you're going to be sore tomorrow. <laughs> you know, and like, like nudge his friend next to him. But like just that face and that attitude and that little stupid smile, like grimace that they do, just pisses me off. I'm like, hey, no, you don't even fucking know me. <laughs> like you've never even seen me or like do anything and you're already like oh boy you're gonna be so by the way it was fine i wasn't even that sore jackhammers aren't that bad 
You know what I mean? Because I, I was like expecting to be super smart. I was like, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. That. And he just literally said that because he wants to see me fail. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I hate I hate that attitude. And it's happened a couple other times. One time, this girl I was dating, she used to hang out with this fraternity. And the fraternity didn't know me. But she's like, oh, come on. We're going to they're gonna be practicing softball for their intramurals and their fraternity softball or whatever. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll come and play. And, like, it turns out that I was very unwelcome. A, all of them had a crush on the girl I was dating. So they didn't like me anyways because I kept her from them. And then B, they're a bunch of frat boys. So, like, I come up and I'm not a frat boy. And they're like, oh, this guy's going to suck at softball. I could, like, see him at, like, second base and be like, oh, this asshole. It's it's her boyfriend. Great. This is like, oh, he's going to suck. But it's softball. They throw the ball. It goes, like, two miles an hour through the air. So I can definitely hit that shit and catch it. You know what I mean? So, like, I hit it. And they, they almost seemed disappointed that they couldn't make fun of me. They were They were pissed because they couldn't laugh at me. And they're just like, oh, great. And he, and he can run the bases. Great. Wait, <laughs> I, I hate that, like, like watch, watch people watching you because they think you're going to fail and, like, just laughing at you before you even do something. And they don't even know you. That, that's my thing. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, you remember that time, David, that we played beer pong and we totally decimated? Yeah, and people were, like, talking to us. So I was like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I remember those two frat boys. They were like, oh. And you, you know, people were telling them like, "Oh, they won every game," and they're just like, "Oh, okay, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever." And then you know, we sank like our first two shots, and they're just like, "Oh, that, that face!" They're just like not happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like great. I agree, though. Yeah, I hate that attitude. People, people like they just suck. They just other people don't like to see people doing good. You know, <laughs> they don't. They just, yeah, they they want you to do bad, and I hate yeah. that attitude. It's terrible. So it makes yeah. me angry. Um, I don't know. Uh. The guys from your second story, fuck them. They suck. For <laughs> um, sure, are like big assholes and uh, t- big assholes, tiny penises. Uh, <laughs> the guy from your first story, like, are you sure they weren't just like breaking your balls in an old timey way? No, I don't think so, man. They had that grimace on them, like, and like if they didn't have the grimace or like that little smirk, like, oh, this boy just don't know, like, then I, I would if they would have been like, oh, you sure? It's like, oh, it's gonna be sore tomorrow. Ha ha ha. No, it, w- it wasn't that attitude at all. I could feel, I could feel them. They're just like, Ugh. plus, you know, these are guys that don't do anything. Like, I, like I know what they do. They they paint like garages for a living, and like they don't they don't do anything. Those, those particular guys. Yeah, yeah, those particular guys, and they weren't like old. I'm not talking like 60s or 70s, where that's okay. Old people can say that kind of stuff. They were they were too young to be doing that to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's definitely a fine line between like somebody uh, doing that shit and then somebody like fucking your balls. Like it's very hard to toe that line. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, like the exa- example I think of, and you tell me what you think of this. Is like, if uh, have you you worked in kitchens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen anybody get sent on a bacon stretcher run, or canned steam, or uh, dumping out the water from the coffee maker? A bacon stretcher run? Yeah, you never gotten a bacon stretcher. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's not real. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, it's a way to uh, to screw with new kids. It's like they they start and they're nervous and you're like, it's like, oh shit, man. Can you go next door to the restaurant over and get a, ask them if we can borrow their bacon stretcher real fast? And they're like, oh, oh okay. And then they go do it. Okay. Okay. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about now. And no, I am totally okay with that. Like, in fact, I am a ball buster as well. And I think it's hilarious when it happens to me too. So now, yeah, no, it's, yes. it's those are different. Those are funny. 
I feel yeah, like that's a way like, to initiate you into the, the group. It is, yeah. The group, yeah. And if you act like a total baby, then you're not initiated. I think yeah. if, um, that's when it comes to, like, ball busting. It's like, if somebody comes rise above that, uh, like, that teasing, you know, like, uh, then they're accepted, right? But mm-hmm. if they're just doing it in a way that you're talking about, like, where they have the grimace and they, it's, like, very apparent that they just want to see you grew up so they can make fun of you later. Uh, yeah. Then that's, there's no, that. there's no, uh, there's no camaraderie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Because uh, when, I, when I first started catering, uh, like, I didn't know this was a joke. At least it was when I, in a place I started catering. But they're like, uh, one of the supervisors like, man, uh, pick, uh, grab that ice chest. He's like, be careful. It's really heavy. And when you tell somebody that and it's not not heavy, it's not full of ice, you'll hit yourself right in the face. And I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh man! <laughs> He's like, and like everybody just started dying laughing. So yeah, no, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> That's glorious. Yeah. One time I worked at a movie theater, and I told um I told a kid who just started that day that the way that the the oh my god what do you call it the public fountains water fountains uh-huh. stay cool is by every night we put ice in the the bin. Yeah, and you have to you have to run the water through the ice until it melts. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I let him like ten minutes until I felt bad. He's like, "No, dude, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. I used to tell people to uh, double wrap baked beans. Granted, if you're going a long way in the catering van, you have to double wrap the baked beans because they'll slosh everywhere. But if it's in house, you don't have to. So, like everybody that I could, I'd be like, "Did we double wrap those baked beans?" And like, you see, like five people run downstairs, and the rest of us are just laughing at them. I love it. <laughs> so you don't need to double wrap baked beans up here. Granted, that's a very like particular specific joke for us. <laughs> right, right. But every restaurant has their own, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and it's cool. If they act like a big baby, then you know they're big babies. And if they're not a big baby, then they can stand next to you and laugh at the next guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just that negative attitude that just that makes me angry. It makes me want to want to punch someone you know I, I i never have but it just makes me want to and you know the problem with that is that you can't like be like no you know you can't you can't like argue against them like it's not gonna be sore because you sound like a little bitch no matter what you say so you just yeah. have, you have to like let them be assholes and then like silently shut them up and if they even stick around long enough to see you shut them up you know what i mean Oh, oh, something I, I like this week or something I just would like to talk about, I guess, is, uh, the, uh, sociological importance of sports. Because let's, let's talk about this for a second. You know, you know, in the U.S. we have like American football and baseball and I feel like those are very American sports, but you gotta think of like the Olympics and like soccer and how those just bring the world together. And I always think that's so interesting just because, like, you know, especially soccer. Soccer is so universal, and I think it's just—it's just the sociological impact it has on like humans and like the human, how humans interact with each other. I just think it's awesome. Even if there's rivalries, it just—it brings people together. Even if you have you know sports rivals and stuff like that. I totally yeah. agree with that. I think it like even if you suck at sports or don't play many sports, but you 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 still enjoy sports. There's like a whole sociological factor in there because. Like I took a class one time that says everybody wants to be like, they want to be like part of so, of like a group of people, no matter what group of people it is, they want to be part of a group of people. So like, yeah. you know, like you go to a, 
a soccer stadium and, you know, you're go for like, you know, Barcelona or, or whoever, Liverpool. But like the reason you go is because you might be from Liverpool. You might know someone from there and you don't have a team yourself, but it doesn't matter why you go for them. But you're part of that big group that can be like, yeah, Liverpool, girl. I do it with uh, Green Bay Packers all the time because I've never even been to yeah. Green Bay. But I've, I've been doing that my whole life and I, I like feel the pride, you know, and like part of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even even watching the Olympics when I lived overseas, like, you know, like I've never felt more proud to be an American than watching. You just like watching this like weeks and weeks of sports and like whatever country I'm in, like, you know, those people, they're probably rooting for this country or that country. But it's still like still brings you together even with people who, you know, you may be competing against. And it's just, I think it's super, it's just cool to see people. And, like, you can play soccer with anyone in the world and you don't have to speak the same language. You don't have to have the same cultural background, anything like that. Sports just, it just, it allows people to mesh without actually having to say mm-hmm. anything, you know? And I think that's, like, it's just, I don't know, it's incredible. I agree. To me. It kind of seems like a, like a family that you can choose. You know, like an, an instant family that you could choose. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, and you don't have to have anything in common. You don't have to have, you know, like share anything except for this the same love for this team. You have each other's backs, even though you know you may not have anything like you said anything else in common. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's all, it's like it a competition work. thing too. Because you ever been invited? Like I don't know. Like there's like a tournament going on, or like the playoffs are happening, and someone's like, "Hey, you want to come watch the like the UK Wildcats play whoever? I don't know." LSU Tigers in basketball. You're like, well, I don't really care about either one of yeah. those teams, but I will go because I want to see like people that like both of those teams. Like, are you like, oh yeah, go, go? And they're like, it's it's a, like a competition thing too. Even when you're not even playing basketball, there. Agreed. I, I did read an opinion once um, that sports are like organized sports are a like metaphor and a replacement for war. Um, mm-hmm. It was a way, yeah, it was a way for people to like pit themselves against another country or state or whatever and um but not actually hurt each other but still like kind of get that same feeling of us versus them that war brings and um, yeah, yeah i thought that was interesting hmm. too i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because i think that humans uh are shitty and inherently evil right yeah so if they, <laughs> if they can get those shitty feelings out through sports then all the merrier you know I th- yeah i think sports are like a healthy like a as long as you know people are being at a what's the word for it like ethical ethical in in playing i think a little bit of like being competitive with other countries and or you know even other teammates i think it's important you know i think it's it's healthy for people to be a little bit competitive absolutely i think i think competitiveness is a really important thing but i also think you have to like throw some honor in there you know like sportsmanship if you will yeah you gotta have sportsmanship or else you're just you're just trash yeah you're just you're just legally fighting people with a ball, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Also, I think, I think like, oh, go ahead. Nope. I was going to say like I do on the streets, and then I was going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was going to say like, I don't think humans are inherently evil, but I think every organism in the world, human or not, they like competes. And they want to like they want to win and be the top. Like that's why lions fight, and like that's why they kill off the other pride because they're gonna have to be number one, the only one. Uh, frog like birds do like the birds of paradise. They just do it in a different way. Like I'm more beautiful and dance the best, but they're still competing in like uh, against the other birds. It's like ah, you dance like shit, bro. And then you know they get the groom. 
and even plants like plants try to like grow as much as they can and keep out the bad plants that'll make them not grow you know what i mean that's i guess survival of the fittest is what i'm trying to say and like with everything and it's it, with humans but we're trying not to kill each other so that's why like you guys were saying uh instead of killing each other we'll just laugh at you when you lose yeah absolutely right <laughs> so it's like a way of uh proving that my you know, my herd, my squad, my team, my country is better than yours at this thing. Yep. Yep. I, I think, like, even with the competitive nature in it, though, like, I remember, I think it was, like, the 2011 Women's World Cup for soccer. Um, that's the, the year Japan had, like, a really, really bad, that really horrible earthquake. Oh, yeah. You know? And uh, the finals were uh, the U.S. and Japan, and Japan won. And for some reason, though, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't a super negative feeling. It was more, you know... Everyone was pretty happy Japan won just because, like, you know, they, it felt like they yeah, needed yeah. it. And, like, it was – even, like, even the U.S. was, like, super – I mean, they were bummed that they lost, but, like, they weren't – They were respectful, yeah. You know, it, it was still, like, people coming together for the better, the greater good. Absolutely. And that, that's another thing, too. Like, these – the actual players carry the pride of everybody going for them. You know what I mean? And, like, like Japan yeah. – like, so Japan versus uh, U.S., like, those Japanese – women were uh, carrying the whole pride right after that earthquake and like lifted everybody up you know what i mean even like the whole world not even yeah. just people going for them you know and yeah it was that was a big deal for them i know like like i know i read lots of articles after it's like just lifted the spirits a mm -hmm. whole lot so i think that's super cool oh yeah uh, yo john what's something you like this week no sorry what's something you dislike this week john Man, something that I dislike this week, and it's mostly because I'm, I'm nervous, um, and I don't understand. I don't like going to the dog park. Yeah, uh, let me let me restate that. I don't like going to the dog park with a dog. I guess why else would you go? You know, <laughs> I just yeah. go to hang out, and pick up some cute dog chicks. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and it's it's not like I don't like dog parks. I just don't personally like going to them because uh, I don't understand the dynamic of dogs at the dog park and it makes me really 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 nervous i'm gonna have to break up a dog fight or like i'm gonna have to be put into a situation where i'm gonna have to decide whether or not i should break up a dog fight and i won't know if it's the time that i should do it or like or they they do get in a dog fight and then it's fine and they just fight and they're normal dogs and then the owner's a little bitch and comes, <laughs> comes at me and then we get into a dog fight a people fight and um like there's just these like the both the canine and human social dynamic at a dog park uh, has a lot of possibilities in it that terrify me, right? And uh, a, lot I just, I just, a lot could go wrong, right? It just <laughs> yeah. takes one little shih tzu uh, to <laughs> kind of ruin your day there, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that, dude. I, I do not like taking Lady to the dog park because I just like, you know, you're right. You don't ever know what's going to happen. Yeah, because even if your dog is cool, uh, you don't know if everybody else's dog isn't. And the worst yeah. outcome is your dog isn't cool, uh, and the other dogs are cool. You know, so just like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. guys. Like, this never happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have to, have to ex explain <laughs> that my dog isn't evil. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then you just have to leave with your tail between your legs. <laughs> yeah, figuratively and literally for her. Yes. <laughs> I, I think it's it's like it's pretty much like you know you know it's like taking your kids somewhere. You're afraid. You're just scared. I totally get it. Why are you afraid to take your kids somewhere? I don't know. 
Fist fight. Fist fight. <laughs> there's some, there's some, there's some <laughs> mean, kids. mean kids out there, man. There are mean kids. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe that was not the word. I don't, I'm don't. i not thinking straight, guys. No, you're good. You're right about but, the kids, though. Remember Chummer's ex had that, like, spit on people spit on people while you're sitting there uh, at the dinner table man there's never been yeah. a kid i wanted to punch in the face more sorry we're talking about dog parks <laughs> my bad <laughs> hey man life is a dog park there are, this is a metaphor yeah yeah absolutely i've never i've never been to a dog park because i've never like owned a dog or been a place where there was a dog around that i had to take to a dog park yeah I, i've only gone to dog parks when asked to by at the time um the person I'm dating and uh and we're not dating anymore coincidence dog parks. <laughs> dog parks <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh they were big dog people and they wanted to take their dogs to the park and I didn't like it and I didn't want to be there just because because yeah. of reasons because I because I'm weaker than a dog and uh definitely more afraid than one unless it's like <laughs> terrier you know no yeah, yeah. let me choose a different dog uh not wiener. A wiener schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> a wiener schnitzel. <laughs> you know, did you know that chihuahuas are the most aggressive dog, but they're just the smallest and dumbest? Really? I read that once. Yeah. Their brains are so squished <laughs> that they get really mad about it and uh, they just start fights. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. no, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. Dalmatians are the dumbest dog. And. I was about to say, I thought yeah. Dalmatians, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just personally hate Chihuahuas for the same reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'd be terrified to go. The only reason I go to a dog park, or like, that I could imagine right now why I would go to a dog park, is if I was single and I wanted to talk to ladies, to be honest. is the only reason I go to a dog park, because they're like, oh, you're dog, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is the only way I can approach you. What's up? Thank you, dog. But it would also suck if I had a, got an asshole dog. Like the one that bit people, because then I could. I, I was like, "Man, you're useless. Can't even like talk to anybody with you." And then, then I can't talk to anybody without you, so we're screwed. Now we now we just live together, and we're both like in wife beater shirts, drinking shitty beers, watching exactly. TV. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're the same person. <laughs> yeah, think what, Fido? <laughs> that would be cool, though. You could pick up chicks with a hot or a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> with a hot dog. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Chicago dog. Um, <laughs> or I think that's more movie magic stuff. Like, surely you can't. I don't know. I mean, somebody's somebody's doing it. Somebody's training their dog to like run up to people and I don't bug them until they walk over and they're like, "Oh, Tom, Tom!" And they pull the co the dog away and they're like, "Sorry, he does this every time." Or it's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah." And then. Yeah, it's just like the New York City movie montage of their relationship afterwards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I, I've seen that in movies too, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. I think, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess if it was a movie, then that's why I would get a dog. But it's not, and they're probably just like, "Don't touch my dog." That's probably how I'd feel. That's how a lot of people feel. <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably. Wow. Ugh, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <ooh. laughs> yeah. I don't like going to dog parks. I'm nervous. You're like a nervous little uh, greyhound. Just shaking. Just shaking. Shaking with my, my hips all weird, tucked under my, my ribcage. I just <laughs> I just realized what the link I was trying to make between going to a dog park and having kids. Oh. It's like when you go to a grocery store with your kid and it throws a fit. Uh, and then like a, your dog, if it acts like an asshole you're, and you're embarrassed, 
you just like the same kind of embarrassment there. Yeah. Because it's your kid. I know. And you have to take both of them outside the car before you beat them so the people don't call the cops on you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) No, I I get that, though. It's like you're being held accountable for something that's the behavior of something that is really stupid. It's like, I can't account for this behavior. Like, I did my best. I think I trained them. And if they fuck up, that's on them. Beat them up. Yeah, yeah, that's on them. Mm. <laughs> Do anything. And then you're stuck paying the medical. Yep. <laughs> Bad attitudes. Something I like this week. As as you know, I've been spending a lot of time at home. And here there are a lot of old movies. And there's a lot of John Wayne and Clint Eastwood. So those, those, I don't necessarily like their movies, but I do like them as characters. I mean, there's a lot of really bad John Wayne movies, but John Wayne's always a badass in the every single movie. Never acts any different. He's just always like right about everything and a badass about everything. And then Clint Eastwood, he's the same way. It doesn't matter whether he's you know ninety and playing the mule or like. 12 and playing good bad and the ugly and yeah. he's the same guy all the time and i just i just really like their attitudes because no matter how shitty the movie is they still always say lines that make me go like oh i wish i could say that sometime <laughs> you know what i mean oh yeah they always know the right shit to say it's oh kinda yeah. like kind of like clint eastwood in the bridges of madison county he's like i know what you're thinking punk that take pictures of six bridges or five <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to go out to dinner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I was thinking, like, and J- John Wick could play anything because you know people think he's like always plays a cowboy, which he does always play a cowboy. And uh, but you know he played Genghis Khan, and he acted the exact same <laughs> as he did in all his cowboy movies, <laughs> which is crazy. He's like, we ain't going over that China Wall. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but he was Genghis Khan, like not Mongolian at all. He's <laughs> like, get on your horse, pilgrim. And then the guy next to him is like, what the fuck's a pilgrim? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to take over Europe, asshole. <laughs> but he was still like the good guy somehow in Genghis Khan, which is an awful movie. Never watch it. But just know that John Wade played Genghis Khan. I really want to watch that movie. You do? Just because of how bad it sounds, yeah. Oh, it's awful. I know it's like Genghis Khan. Ali says it right. But over here in America, I'm just kidding. If we say Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really Genghis Khan? It's uh, it's Genghis. Yeah. But it's okay. I've given up on that uh, whole adventure because um, no matter how many times I correct people. It doesn't yeah, matter. it doesn't. I'm sorry. You can't change the entire <laughs> nation, Ali. I've never heard any, I know. anything but Genghis Gen- uh, now I can't remember what Genghis. it is. Yeah, Genghis Khan. Yeah, yeah. See, the o- and the only reason I p- pronounce it like that is because I lived, you know, I lived in Mongolia. Oh yeah, you know. That's how the Mongolians say it. <laughs> oh yeah. But I remember one oh, time go ahead. I gave up on that real quick because I uh, I corrected one kid in seventh grade and and it just started a fight and I was like, whoa, I don't care that much. I'm just letting <laughs> you know, asshole. Started a fight over Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Whoa, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. I was just offering you <laughs> some insight, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, but uh, 
yeah, John Wynn can play any character. Like, just put him in, like, a movie he shouldn't be in. Like, um, I don't know, The Pianist. He would be and Adrian Brody, but he'd be acting like John Wayne the entire time because he can't act like anybody but John Wayne. So <laughs> he really is the same person in every single fucking movie. Uh, I like, made that. With the jacket, and he's like, "It's cold," <laughs> you know what I mean? Or "I'm cold." <laughs> you know, this is ridiculous. But he's always going to be John Wayne, and Clint Eastwood's the same way. So, and then like, but he, I think Clint, Clint Eastwood has way better lines. Like my favorite one is from Outlaw Josie Wales. And uh, he's like, some guys come to assassinate him, and he's like, he's like, oh, you got to make a living somehow after the war. And Clint Eastwood's like, living ain't much of a, or dying ain't much of a living, boy. And I'm like, ooh, that's badass. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, got him, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he does. He has a lot more uh, show-stopping lines, memor- memorable stuff. But I, I can't really talk because I haven't seen a lot of John Wayne movies. I've seen like, like. <clears throat> Three Mules for Sister Sarah. Uh, that, that's a that's Clint Eastwood. Is it? Yep. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Well, then yep. I don't know if you I've look- ever seen a fucking John Wayne movie. <laughs> you want to look it up real quick? Yeah, Google break. Oh, it's Two Mules, and it's uh, it's Clint Eastwood. No shit. Yep. Oh. Well, I think I've also seen she wore a yellow ribbon in her hair, whatever the hell that's called. I think that's John Wayne. I forgot to. But that it's called. Sure John Wayne. I can see him like riding next to said girl wearing a yellow ribbon or whatever uh, in like the Utah, you know, big rock place, whatever you call that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember it distinctly. <laughs> oh, he no, played I, in the horse, the horse Soldiers. I don't know what that is. It's just a movie where like there's <laughs> horse soldiers on a train or something. I don't know. I can't remember the whole thing. <laughs> horse Soldiers? Horse soldiers, the horse soldiers. How do they shoot the guns? From the horses. Oh, they're people on the horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, horses. Horses just like holding it in their mouths. Horses <laughs> like your ride stops here, partner. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Sorry about that, folks. I haven't seen hardly any John Wayne movies. Apparently, I've seen a couple of Clint Eastwood ones. Apparently, one that I wasn't aware about before. And what's the one where he's uh, where he plays Clint Eastwood and he goes to a town and then he like uh, I don't know. He goes to a town and he teaches them all how to stand up for themselves and then they paint the town red. Literally, I don't know. God, man, I can't remember that. Anyway, I I, I like them in theory. I just uh, I've never sat down and like forced myself to watch these movies. So yeah. Uh, you watch as many as you can, compile a list of best John Wayne and Clint Eastwood movies, and then send it my way. Okay, okay. I think yeah. I think Clint Eastwood movies are a lot better than John Wayne movies, because I can hardly name any John Wayne movies. I, th- I feel like I've watched quite a few. I just don't know the names. But they're always yeah. pretty super cheesy and terrible. And I just I just watched one today, and it was awful. But um, John Wayne's cool, like I said. and that's the, But Clint Eastwood makes a lot better movies. Even though he still acts the same, because he was the same in Million Dollar Baby as he was in Two Meals for Sister Sarah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's just older. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nah, um, I'm, I've never seen uh, Dirty Harry. I've never seen Clint Eastwood not in Cowboy Boots, except for Million Dollar Baby. Okay. So, would you never watch The Mule? Or um, what's the one where he was in like St. Paul, Minnesota with the, the Hmong people? Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Or like even the older ones, like Dirty Harry, isn't he a city cop? Yeah, yeah. Never seen that. 
What's the one when he has like the chimpanzee? Oh no, yeah. it's an orangutan. That's worse. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. He's this kooky movie where he's a finding criminals with a monkey. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Clint, jeez. They're like, hey, Clint, everybody loves you for your badass, tough exterior, but what if they got to know the inside? And it turns out it's just like him being mean to a monkey the whole time. <laughs> yeah, just yelling at a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I grew up watching uh, John Wayne movies, and I couldn't tell you what a single one was about. So, <laughs> but you know, both of them have something in common: is that they're they're always the good guy in movies, no matter what. Even if they're like, even if they kill a bunch of people, you know what I mean? That like unnecessarily, like they're always good guys. Like yeah. even outlaw Josie Wales, he's he's a good guy, but and he murders like crazy. But he murder he murders for good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, they're, they're always always the good guy. Even the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's a terrible movie. Oh, I've never gotten to the end. I've started it, started it like three times. Dude, it's three hours long, and it's super slow the whole entire three hours. So it looks it feels like six hours. Man, that scene where the ugly goes and steals a gun at the beginning. He's like he has a like a bottle of tequila, and he just goes into the gun shop, and then for the next. 45 minutes shops for a gun yeah yeah that's it and like he literally doesn't even kill the guy he just <laughs> drinks a little shoots fixes the gun and steals his money and leaves and it takes 45 minutes <laughs> Jesus. we understand that he's an asshole can we speed it up along a bit yeah, i get it i get it <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna but make yeah. it to the finish, so. mm -hmm. oh yeah but uh anyways clint eastwood is the the good in that movie like he's the good guy because you know they have the bad and the ugly guy Clint Eastwood is a good guy, but he kills people throughout that whole thing and just, just like, doesn't even blink an eye. Just die, 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 die. And then he's like, he's in ropes with the ugly guy, the one that's murderous and like, being hanged, saves him like nine times. And He's a, he's a cheat. The good is a massive cheat and a murderer. Yes. <laughs> but he's still a good guy. Maybe we're misunderstanding him. Maybe it's like, he's good. Oh, man. Like, that guy's good. <laughs> What about what about the bad? That guy that guy is bad. Maybe uh, yeah, he is he is just a bad guy. Just bad, yeah. <laughs> he's a good shot, but so it's not that. Uh, maybe it smells bad. <laughs> maybe the ugly, yeah, good guy is just he's ugly. Yeah, it makes sense. Ugly, yeah, and he sleeps with the pigs, you know. Something I don't like. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay, sorry, no, I, I'm hard of I hearing. Didn't say that. <laughs> uh, something, something I don't like, you guys, is uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming this is something nobody really likes, but people still do them every day. Because I don't like stereotypes or like massive generalized generalizations. Like I just don't like them. You know, like when you're like, you know, this group of people is they're all this way. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't like I don't like those because I think it just lumps every person that you've never met into one kind of category. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just I just disagree with it highly. I'm not into it. And everyone says they don't like stereotypes, but uh, you know, and we joke about them, sure. But yeah, you know, I just for like if like for a serious opinion, like I think I just really, really, really dislike them. Mm -hmm. 
I try to be very wary of like, say like a whole culture, like people are like, and I'm not naming anybody specific at all. This is just what people say is like, oh, people from China are crazy. Like, you know what I mean? There's got to be some, and you know, that's like I said, that's no one. It's just a generalization, but that just means literally fucking billions and billions of people. There's not one smart or aware person in China. You know yeah. what I mean? So every, but every Chinese person you see after that, that is here in the U.S., you lump them into that because they're, you already have that stereotype and stuff like that. And I'll, I, I like, yeah. to, I try to be wary of like every person is an individual. But I realized when I was going working at UTM that uh, my boss used to introduce me to people, and she's and um, she'd be like, "Oh, David's from Kenton," and I was like, "I was like, hey, that's not true." I am not from Kenton. I just have my parents live here and I, I bunk up here every now and then. But um, I realized that I was like, I don't want to be from Kenton because I know how people act around Kenton. And I was like, shit, I'm right. stereotyping right now. So it's, it's kind of hard to avoid. But I, I know for sure I don't want to be from Kenton. But I try not to do that with like, right. cultures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there's one thing, like, obviously you shouldn't do that with entire cultures, countries, and, you know, things like that that's like unobviously bad 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 but mm-hmm. like when you get down to like the details you know like like people who are really into rebecca black <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, like you know i'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say those people suck okay like stereotyping and like lumping everybody together in a big group is a very very dangerous thing and you can't do it because i like dumb shit you know like i like dumb shit that doesn't really like fit into the mold of what i usually like you know Mm -hmm. like i i have my version of rebecca black somewhere for sure but yeah me too like with some things it's a safe bet you know (laughs) <laughs> the same thing <laughs> yeah but i, I try to do it like uh what is, it, what is it like don't don't yuck people's yum you know yeah yeah definitely I, I think we all definitely have like kind of these preconceived you know grand generalizations because like i think of like a, a juggalo and i'm that same way i'm like you know i don't i don't want to hang out with the juggalo yeah because i have this preconceived idea of what they are or how they are yeah absolutely I, I, I get that too, because you see that symbol and you're just like, eh, dirty. But you know, yeah. there could be a really like educated, you know, <laughs> fancy didn't, juggalo didn't, or whatever. <laughs> didn't you get your hair cut by a juggalo one time? Uh, yeah, I think she was like a fake juggalo, but she was like, <laughs> here I am. Uh, but she was like, you know, the ju- a juggalo groupie, pretty much. I don't think she was a real juggalo. She just had like the chain, be like, yeah, I think I'll these people. And <laughs> but yeah, and I actually in Las Cruces when I lived there, I did hang out with the Juggalo because I, I worked with one. And this is a guy who was like, you know, had the Hatchet Man tattoo uh, Juggalo on there, and he loved. He's like, his hobbies were to like draw Juggalo designs and like make it really cool. And he also sold uh, pot, and he did he robo tripped, and he did all the things that we think Juggalos do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so he didn't help that stereotype. <laughs> right, right. Did you say Robo Trip? Yeah, Robo Trip. What is that? It's Robo Yeah, it's Robo And while you're on either either ecstasy or shrooms, and oh, okay. And so you're Robo tripping. That's a really stupid word. Yeah, but he he's he Robo tripping. 
<laughs> Robo tripping real high. Yeah, I feel like that's a safe bet though. I have met people who uh who who donned the hatchet man and I could talk to them for a while, you know, so they're not they're they're not all bad. But um yeah. and this guy was this guy was cool. Like I, I actually hung out in this place for hours, you know what I mean? Just talking to him. He didn't like make me mad, he was just a, a juggalo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I will say that I did give really, really shitty service when I was bartending uh, and serving tables at that last place. I gave really, really shitty service to anybody who wore a Trump hat. Uh, there's another, there's another, yeah, stereotype. Yeah. You can like, you can like single people. Of course, we did that. Remember, we stereotyped, I did, the first like episode zero we did and we're talking about yogis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> did. I mean, we did. Yeah, yeah. No, Okay. I, I should say, like, I don't like it, but it's a human, it's, like, human trait. But I think another part of that is, like, you should be able, oh, I think one of the, like, most important things about being human is, like, having these preconceived ideas and then, you know, allowing your mind and, like, you to be able to change them once you get to know somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because I'll have, I'll have yeah. a conversation with anybody and, like, hear them out. And if I disagree with them, like, have a healthy argument with them. And if they're unable to do it, then I'll just walk the fuck away. I agree with Ali, like, I think it's human nature to like immediately judge somebody even like maybe not you hear about like jocks and like you think jocks, but you know, I've met several football players that love literature or like something else there. You can't like, you'll think that immediately, but then you have to like realize that you are doing that. Like when you see someone like at a bar or anywhere and you're like, man, that guy looks like he sucks. You don't really know that you could walk over and he could be like, Oh, what's up, bro? I love the dark crystal. And you're like, bro, we best friends. It could immediately change by what he says. So it's it's hard not to immediately judge somebody. But when you yeah. do, you always give them a chance to try to be open. Well, I think this kind of goes back to your like, actually, um, with the whole sports thing. Like, when you see somebody who's not into the things that you're into and, like, like close to the polar opposite of what you're into, your first instinct is to just, like, judge them and say, that team fucking sucks. It's full of assholes, right? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like, you got to, like, Dark Crystal listen to the strokes and i don't know you, got, what else. you gotta hate the raiders yeah and hate the raiders and the people on the raiders <laughs> side are like uh we like the strokes too fuck you <laughs> well, that, that's the only good thing about you yeah yeah <laughs> um, so i think it's like uh it's it's definitely an us versus them thing like like this tribe is not my tribe and i don't understand it so i'm just gonna like push all this like preconceived bullshit that i have for them onto mm -hmm. like, everybody and that's it and that circle. Yeah. 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 It's a scary one to talk about guys. It is scary. And I think, I think uh, to kind of touch on that too, like, I think that's why like so many people are like, not so much now, still a little bit, but like, especially like when I was first, you know, realizing that I was gay is like, I think one of the biggest reasons people don't, they'll say they don't like gay people or they don't like, they don't agree with it is because they just, they've never met a gay person and they just, they're not exposed to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Or talk to them. Which yeah. I yeah. It's, it's silly, but like people are so afraid of things they don't understand or they, they didn't grow up with or like their culture. It's not in their culture. You yeah. know what I mean? So, cause like think of like a, like this, this, like a group of people who's just nothing but straight people. And like, they don't have any gay friends. They've never met another gay person. Like, I don't know. I can't, I mean, I could, well, it's that, fan, oh, it's it's that fan service. If you only keep like-minded people around you and you just keep agreeing with each other back and forth, back and forth, then there's no room to expand. You're just kind of circling the same ideas over and over and over again. 
Oh, but like as far as the whole like they've never met a person, um, so that's why they have these preconceived notions. I don't think that's really the fucking case. I think the case is they don't understand what that person believes, and so that's why they freak out. Right. Like, right. Yeah, because those people who are you know not though, and I keep saying those people. That's against like that's <laughs> what we're fucking talking about. All of them. No, like <laughs> people who are like have a combative mindset to like gay people like aren't going to be changed because they like get stuck on a uh, elevator with a gay dude and they kind of just hatch it out you know they yeah have like a visceral reaction to what that you know what gay people think and believe and just act what they think that those people do those things you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, right right and that's what they disagree with i think i don't know i think that they maybe got that belief from being around like-minded people, but as soon as they're put into the wild, like meeting somebody ain't going to change. It's them opening up their mind and being able to accept new information into their heads. And I think when you have that level of like hate, it's a very, very thick veil. It's difficult for new information to get through that veil. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that they have like a, a thought about how uh, people are, like you say, like I always saying, like a bunch of straight people just hanging out with each other. How do they even know? <laughs> you know what I mean? They just know about what people told them and like about nothing factual. You know what I mean? So, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So that, and then that just doesn't make sense all around. Yeah. It's just gay sex while worshiping Satan, you know? And <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. If you never, if you never open up your mind to that information, then you're free to whatever, make up whatever the fuck you think it is, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Hey man, you almost opened the window to a whole new a bad thing to talk about. Satanism? <laughs> Satan or any kind of religion. Oh yeah, it's another big one. That's a this, so yeah, that's a bad one. Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. We're gonna save that for episode sixty nine. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> episode sixty nine will uh, feature politics, religion, and abortion. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, all of it. <laughs> Tune in in ten years. so every week guys we like to do three little positives that way we're not super negative nancy's at the end of the podcast and uh here they are guys my small like this week are bonsai trees just because they're small and I like looking at them, and uh, I tried to grow one, and it didn't work out. And then I bought a full bonsai tree, like it was like three years old, and it died for some reason. <laughs> um, so I'm not very good at them, but I like looking at them. They're just like little small landscapes, They're, especially like the ones with, that they put on rocks and the roots grow over the rocks and stuff like that. Yeah, just, I, lo- I love looking at those boys. I hear that. I like I like I like looking at them too. I think they're really cool looking, and I like the uh, the idea behind bonsai trees. I like them. Denise really likes them. Uh, that one that you got her for sorry, Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> they are. That one. Yeah, cool. That one you got her for Christmas. I mean, she it, it grew like, it was not bonsai tree looking yet, but it was getting there. Um, but it died. So, yeah. and we're, we, we want to buy one, but we haven't found like the one that calls out to us. Yeah. I, I actually have a book on bonsai trees because, uh, well, I, I've, because I, that one time I tried to grow it. And uh, I think those were in the wrong pot. They need to be in shallow pots. Yeah. What's something small that you like this week, Allie? Something small I like this week is um, drinking a beer in the shower once in a while. 
um, yeah, that's something small I like. You know, I feel like that's a big thing. People are like, oh, shower beers. But, like, I never understood the fuss around it until I was in high school, and I'm like, you know, once in a while, you, like, got hot water on you, you drink a cold swig of your beer. It's just nice. It's like a shower. Or maybe it's the times you're really sad. I don't know. No, no, I, I, like me, I like me a shower beer. I think once you venture over to other drinks in the shower, though, you're either being pretentious or sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's why I don't like shower beers. I have to disagree with you on that one. A, I think it's too much liquid. And even like drinking in a pool, if you've ever done that, I don't even like drinking while I'm in the water. I can drink outside the water, be fine. But in the water, I, feel, I don't know, I almost feel like maybe in my mind I'm drowning or something. But yeah, I've never felt like good and had a shower beer. And maybe that's my problem. I'm already in a bad state when I go in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just never had a good experience. It's all about set and setting, man. Definitely. What's something small you like, David? Something small that I like is uh, weird video game noises from my past that I repeat in my head almost daily. Like uh, like the House of the Dead noise. Oh no! Like if I <laughs> like I'm like just walking and like I have a quesadilla that I made and I, it accidentally falls on the floor. I'll sometimes instead of acting like a normal human, I'll say that. Oh no! Like from that video game. <laughs> Yeah. Or like, uh, I'll make like, I'll be driving and I'll be making, you know, Age of Empire noises all the time. Like, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, oh, and like, uh, only <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, especially since I'm the only one there. But I like making weird video game noises. I hear that. Yeah, I can get behind that. I don't make weird video game noises, but I like listening to them. I hear that. No, you don't, you don't make weird video game noises, Ellie? Or like, even like a weird noise from a movie that you always like, quote on accident? I don't know. Maybe I do. I just make weird noises in general, though. So I didn't really like. I donn't. I didn't play a lot of video games growing up, though. So except like Harvest Moon. So like sometimes, like I don't make the noises, but like the sounds that like my mind makes sometimes, like when I'm pouring water, like the watering can sound and Harvest. Yeah, Moon, yeah. There we go. That sounds like. But I, I don't think I can make the sound with my mouth, or like the the sound like the hoe makes when it makes like a little square. <laughs> like I hear that a lot. Nice. <laughs> I know there's some like nerdy mind Minecraft kids that every time they eat something they hear that sound like <laughs> they, uh, they have to hear it. They have to hear it, man. Because if those stuck with me, that definitely stuck with them. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys know the drill, but you can email us at podcasthearsout at gmail That's right. Yeah, tell us what you like or dislike, and we'll tell you what if we agree with you or not. <laughs> the worst spokesman here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so funny. Do you like bread? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's last ones. This was episode 13 of Here Is Out. I'm your host, Alan. This is David. And I'm John Paul. Thanks for listening in. See you guys next time. I'll stop saying Rebecca Black. I'm sorry. Yeah, Friday, 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 Friday,